to the Happy Whole You podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hello, hello, amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are on another episode of the Happy Whole You podcast. I have someone special, Emily Schroem, here for you today. And she is special to me because she's the first person that ever invited me to be on a podcast. And she has a podcast called the Meathead Hippie Podcast. Emily is a nutritional therapy practitioner. She's a personal trainer and she's a serial entrepreneur who loves helping other people and empowering them by a way of food and movement. Her journey with nutrition began after realizing she could use food to heal herself from the inside out, and her passion for teaching others how to do the same, specializing in gut health, adrenal repair, and herbal remedies has led to a career spanning five companies and three verticals of business, including online programming, physical products, and a brick-and-mortar gym called Platform Strength in Reno, Denver. She has most recently just published her first book called The Process, which we talk about in this episode, and I love this book. And she just launched an online monthly digital publication called Impress. So get ready because we have some wonderful information ahead. Thanks for joining me today, Emily. Thanks for having me. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. And you are outside in the beautiful wilderness, it looks like. Are you in Colorado right now? No, I am in California right now. I found the perfect place to hibernate slash social distance. This is my magical garden. <laughs> the magical oh, garden. Oh, I do think I see a palm tree on that side of you. So <laughs> I, Yeah, I have a lemon tree and everything. <laughs> it's amazing uh, here. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Love my, I have two lemon trees, an orange and a grapefruit, and they are like bare bones now from this, everything that's going on because we are juicing every single day. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. You have that though. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So I'm so excited. I got to read your book, The Process That You Sent Me, and it is just amazing because it's like how my brain works too, because you can open up any page and it's not like paragraph after paragraph, chapter after chapter. And I just love that you took your work and just put it in this book and you're unapologetic for how it's formatted and it's beautiful. So if you could just share like what brought you to, I know you talk about it in the book, but like what brought you to this? Uh, Well, I appreciate that. I think, you know, the best kind of start to like what the book is, is, you know, for 10 years, I've kind of shared my story through other people's lens, uh, through interviews or through, you know, kind of scenarios that I've done. I've been in this world for so long and I wanted to take that narrative back and share my life and my, who I am in the way that makes the most sense to me. And I had this moment when I was writing and I write 
everything down. That's how my brain processes quite literally. And I was writing and do doodling and kind of going through this thing. It was actually the stick man figure. There was a stick man and I think in stick man, I just do. It's kind of like the way that my brain works. And I had this moment. It was one of those days where I just, everything felt heavy and I felt so much pressure. I felt so much, you know, kind of this, like you want so badly to make it. And even though we don't really know what we're trying to make it to, it might have, there might be some tangible goals, but this overarching kind of feeling like, Oh, I just want to get there. And that's who I am. I'm a doer. And I remember writing this little stick man and he had a little box on his head. It was the pressure on his head. And I remember writing pressure on my head. That's what it feels like. And then I instantly wrote a little stick man next to it. And it was the man, the person that was putting the pressure on this guy's head was also me because in our head, you know, we have all this pressure and we're, you know, trying to grind and do, and I'm like, this is all self-perpetuated. And so it was just one of those moments where after I had written, probably gone through 10 to 12 of these journals that I have, I just went through them and I was like, oh my gosh, this is literally how my brain works. And I feel like this is relatable. I'm a little ADD. This is helpful. I don't want to share these long narratives. I don't want just another self-help book. I want people to feel exactly what you felt. So that just makes me really, really happy that it is <laughs> translating. Yes, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, many entrepreneurs, we do think differently and our brains are not. <laughs> not <laughs> yep. So, yeah, to really, really good. And I, I mean, I have a lot of notes in your book, so I'm not going to go through all of them, but just like little, like I, I was like putting hearts around things and, and writing uh, love. And, you yes. Know, um, I felt like I could like, I was adding my own stuff to your, to yes. your you and I and loved that's it. What I I want that so badly. Like I love seeing books also being used as a way for writing prompts and getting people to, you know, each thing represented a moment, whether it was a poem or a sketch, it was kind of, for me, I could have probably written chapters and chapters on it, but I didn't want to, cause that's my story. And it's like, if I can trigger people to get to think of certain things like this, that's, that is so cool. So I love that. Yeah, you totally succeeded in that. Like one of the things that you wrote was the cruise control, which I call that my autopilot, like going on autopilot. And it's just the point that you make in there about you go on cruise control and you put your, you, you know, you set a certain speed that you can get away with. Like you won't get pulled over. You can get away with it. But, you know, it is just like, you just kind of like sit there in that. And yeah. I could relate to that because I think a lot of times we go on this cruise control and we're like thinking that we're getting away with something, but we're not, we're not. Right, <laughs> right. Not at all. And then also, you know, there's two kind of sides to it. It's like, can I get away with this? And then also we start to feel guilty if we pull that, pull back the gas. And that was my story of, if I didn't do as much as I was used to, right, whether it was the schedule or the output, all of these physical, tangible things that ultimately will burn you out if they're not balanced with the other things is like, oh my gosh, I feel so much guilt when I don't do the whole thing, right? And that's the biggest struggle with entrepreneurs. We, we're doers. We, we want to create everything and then we create it. So then we never stop because 
nobody told us to. It's our creations. We just keep doing it. (laughs) Totally. And I love, yeah, you write in there that you're, you know, you're a doer. And I just know like in my twenties, I was just all about like fast paced, go, 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 go. And it was like, it was almost like I was scared to slow down. And now I'm all about, you know, forties right there. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I'm ready to just like go in chill mode. Like I'm ready to cruise at 25 miles per hour sometimes and just take it all in, you know, or get out and walk around and take a look at things. And I think you touched on this in the book too. It is amazing when we actually slow down that things just come to us. Mm. And I never, in the beginning chapters of my life, I never even thought that or knew that. I remember I would always look at, you know, people that did yoga and meditate. I'm like, who's got time for that? Like I'm a doer. Like we got to get things done. And now I'm like, you know, kumbaya in my bathtub. And (laughs) I know. And I, I totally relate to it. I, you know, and the best thing people relate, everyone feels this way. It's like, I can't sit still. I can't meditate. I don't know how to just take a bath. And those are all things and stories that I told myself. And so it's this entry point of when I realize, yeah, truly realizing I am my own limiting factor and my physical power as, you know, my person, persona on this earth, like the things that I want to do, the businesses that I have, the work that we're, you know, I have absolutely capped what I can do in the physical realm. So it was this almost test subject that if I could do it, and hopefully it worked. You know, I just trusted maybe this is, maybe there is a better way. And showing that, like, because I think that's what it is. It's just hopefully people like you and I giving other people who are in that space where they don't know how to be quiet or still just a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel to say there is a better way to do it. And I was determined to find out could there be a better way to do it? Maybe I actually the struggle maybe isn't so necessary. I was addicted to that struggle. I was addicted to that grind. And that was hard because a lot of my ego was tied into that. My persona was the struggle. I was going to conquer things and that was who (laughs) Emily was. But that also left me at the top of the mountain thinking, okay, what's next? (laughs) And I, I never was able, like you said, to see what was around me, to feel gratitude. Everyone talked about gratitude and I was like, yeah, I'm grateful, but I still, I wrote this. I still have so far to go. <laughs> so how, yeah. and it was just this amazing moment of remembering the first time I felt gratitude so deeply. I was like, oh, this is what it means. It's not a list on a piece of paper. This mm-hmm. is what it means. And I just couldn't stop crying because I felt like I was finally receiving for the first time. And that's what I would just want for people. We're such doers and we're givers. It's like, how are you taking back so that you can give in a bigger, better, more powerful and profound way? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you, it is all about that process, getting to the top of that mountain. Yeah. And it, and that's what it's about. It's that process. It's never getting, it's not being on top of that mountain. It's the whole process. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. But we have to go, it's like, we have to go through this to get to the point where we are now. And yeah, it's just evolution. You know, it's, it's just how it goes. And then I love how 
at the very back of the book, you put your process and, you know, just little nuggets that things I didn't know about you that, that you put in there that I just thought were really fun. And I'm going to actually take that and I'm going to do that myself and like uh, do just a little, I don't know, it's just really fun. And the whole thing about what's interesting about what's going on right now is with this whole pandemic, we are being forced to slow down and be and push pause because like I have a businesses, you have businesses. And at first it was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then it was like, wait a minute. It's like, this is a pause. There's a purpose for this. And you know, after the first, you know, 24, 48 hours, 72 hour freak out, it's just realizing that let's just view this as a pause. And now I'm like, well, earlier today I was painting my ceilings in my house because I've been wanting to do that. And I've been spending more time with my kids, and, you know, <laughs> making connections with friends I haven't made in a long time. And so it's, it's slowing down and recognizing there's so much beauty around us. I mean, so much. So much. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I'll say just if, in case someone's curious and they don't have the book, that was so profound for me. And this is something I do and I practice a lot. And as a business, wherever you are, whatever you relate to, most humans, especially uh, females who are driven and ambitious, we have a hard time thinking of anything but the end goal. And I think that's for men too, but specifically for females, because we have so many gifts that we're not really aware of until we're already done. And then we're already on the next thing. And so one thing that's been really helpful for me is kind of like the back of the book was really saying, okay, well, here's the podcast, right? Meathead Hippie Podcast. But Emily, what was the story behind that? Not in this big, beautiful, like makes you sound good kind of way, like in the most real way. Why did you create that? Why did you do that? And so anything that you have that you kind of consider an end product or project or something that you are wanting to put out in the world. It's like, find the root reason, draw some lines to each other, make a flow chart. How did it all connect? And for me, seeing that on paper, I finished those and I, I just couldn't stop crying. I was like, this is so amazing. You know, like I haven't ever acknowledged this. And, and so now I try to acknowledge it with little things like these moments where you hate hearing yourself talk or you hate videos <laughs> of yourself. And so you just, you shove it down and then you, you put it out to the world and you're like, I hope they like it. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Cause how's that any different than just, so what I've worked on is it's hard, but it's actually, it turned into something that I'm starting to enjoy. I really hated any, I don't watch or I didn't watch any video or any pod. I didn't listen. I just always put it out there. And now I am making myself rewatch. And I st sometimes start with the critique, right? Like, ugh, ugh, ugh. did I say that right? Ugh, ugh. <laughs> and, and you work yourself through it. You literally force yourself, like you're watching your best friend, like you're watching your sister, like you're watching me watching you and you watching me. How would I want to be treated? And I treat myself almost as a second person. Like I refuse to critique that person. This person's being brave. This person is sharing her heart. This person might've said a word wrong, but who cares? She's human. Yeah. And it really has helped me with very literally the day-to-day -day process of like, wow, I acknowledge that was 
good. And I cannot wait in a bigger way for other people to also see this instead of just shoving it out there. It's like, no, this is something I appreciate. And so that's just one little trick that even that back of the book taught me to do with everything that I do now. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Well, I hope everybody gets your book because, and I'll put that in the show notes. It's called The Process, you guys. And yeah, you just, just get it because it's really good. And it's a great gift to give other people too, especially like a friend, even if they're not like a reader, reader, like I'm telling you, when you get this book, you'll just love it because it's so fun. But I want to kind of, I want to kind of wrap things up with a couple questions. So one, during this pandemic, what are you doing to keep your immune system up, whether it be supplements or foods, are there any, like I'm eating garlic like every day. So it's good thing people are not like with me, but I'm mincing garlic every day, putting it in hummus and spoon feeding myself with it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's everything changed. So like, you know, I always, I try to think of myself first and foremost with immune systems, with stress levels, because if we don't figure out our stress, if we don't figure out our safety, our internal meter of safety, then they're really, we can't out supplement it as you know. So for me, when I look at that, what does that mean to me? It means that my businesses and my people are taken care of, or I'm doing everything I can to take care of them, knowing Mm -hmm. that all of us are in this together. And hopefully knowing that the stress of the lease and the stress of payroll, all of these things will get worked out. They just will. So if that is the only thing someone focuses on with immunity, that will go above and beyond anything you need because, right. It's like, you cannot, you can't operate in a place of, I'm not going to be okay because you need to tell your body you are safe, you are taken care of. And in turn, every cell will respond to that, right? Mm -hmm. If we don't feel safe, if we don't feel taken care of, every cell will respond to that as well. So that's kind of my number one thing with immunity. So with me, it's getting in that good space. I'm doing everything I can. The gym's doing well. I'm allowed to, I'm not allowed, but I'm allowing myself a lot of space. So instead of working all the time, I'm giving myself a lot of fun barefoot workouts and I'm meditating and getting woo woo in the magical garden because it keeps me creative. So I keep thinking of ideas that are helping my coaches and I'm able to pay them the same as I was when we were open because it's just, I'm allowing it to flow and it it might change tomorrow, but I appreciate that because that is what it is today. So that's one thing I've been doing. And then of course, like food first for sure. So people with sugar and alcohol, that's one thing that I really try to, especially with immune systems, it will depress your immune system. So what are you eating that is nutrient dense? Uh, Lots of vegetables every single day. Uh, For me, I try to do at least three big, big cups of different types of vegetables. So microgreens are really good because they're packed, sprouted vegetables, but anything that you honestly throw some spinach in your smoothie and you're good. And you're right. And then good proteins, really good fats, kind of the thing, the ethos of everything we believe in, just making sure if I do have sugar, I'm aware that I might, I need extra water, I need extra hydration and electrolytes. (laughs) And then for supplements, because I do take a lot of them, I love them, is I'm really big, of course, on zinc. 
And I've been taking that for my skin for a long time. So that's been good. I just keep doing zinc. And then I do uh, glutathione is my favorite. And you can get that through a lot of vegetables as well. But extra glutathione, vitamin C, which again, you can get through peppers and Brussels sprouts, but you can get it through supplements. And then me personally, I'm avoiding D3. I'm just kind of staying in the sunshine. Uh, But D3, I am kind of putting to the side, at least until this virus and pandemic has kind of moved through. But I'm also really making sure I have magnesium because I think that ties directly into stress, right? So how can I sleep? I want to dream. I want to be more calm. If you're having a hard time with that, then magnesium is for sure something that I love. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Those are such great tips. Love them. Okay. What is, you got two more questions for you. One, what is your favorite part of the day and why? Oh, oh my God. That's such a good question. It depends probably, oh gosh, no, it always is the same. It's just a various form of creating something. So sometimes that's honestly, I love making new websites. I love finding a new GoDaddy domain and having fun, even though I might never publish it. Like for me, sometimes that's kind of, I'm not a painter. So building websites (laughs) is sometimes my, my canvas. It's a very strange hobby, but I am such a visual person, as you know, because of the book, that I like to just put things together. So anytime I can feel like I'm putting things together or I'm creating something and like some days that's an impact workout, I'll make a new impact move but some days it's a really good idea for a supplement campaign. Like I, yeah, I, you know, oh my gosh, let's do a campaign on this. So, so it's just some sort of creation. And then I guess besides that, it would be, I really have learned to love, although it's been a work in progress of the, the moment where you finally get through the resistance of meditating and being Zen and you, you push, it's just this moment of like, ah, <sighs> okay, I'm with myself. I am with, you know, whether it's your angels or the universe or something like I feel connected, like I am there. And that's always a really fun woo woo moment that I love. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. So lastly, what is next for you? Oh no. (laughs) Oh, Oh man. You know, this is a good question because my this is a great example of some progress from a doer to more of a balanced doer or a feeler <laughs> is that I usually would have a five-year plan or a one-year plan or all of it, right? But I have truly, especially in the time we're in, I am putting just as much effort as I have put into every single business, the impact, the gym, and I still continue to put effort when I need to, but just as much effort as I'm putting into literal tangible execution of these things I am putting into letting go of all expectations and outcomes and what it might look like. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, yeah. When I, and it was so cool to really, that the book was the first thing I truly created without any expectation. And I didn't let myself go into the business mindset. I didn't let myself have financial ties to it. I didn't let myself have any t- anything tied to it except this is this exists because I choose for it to exist and I'm proud of it and I love it and I hope it gets to the right people and so for now that's the kind of the space I'm living in and 
you know, of course, trying to connect people and take care of people in, in the right way. So I am putting a lot of energy into my monthly publication. So Empress, where it's just an online experience for people. Once a month, they get a publication and it's packed with things, virtual workouts and podcasts. And so I am putting a lot of things there. But for the most part, it's just doing it for the sake of taking care of people. And that's been so fun. It's been a really fun place to be, especially now because we have no idea what <laughs> is in store for us. So it's going to drive you crazy or drive me crazy if I wasn't in that space. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I just love how you've evolved. I love how you put all this information in your book and thank you so much for joining me today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Holy You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Holy You on Facebook and at Happy Holy You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.